0: If you find a coach that whose voice annoys you or their side jokes don't really sit well with you, those are the kind of things that are going to rub you wrong. And then you're just going to not want to do the program. You're going to be discouraged from it because you don't want to see this person that's annoying you. If you find somebody that you really find enjoyable and you can work with, I would say start with those programs, get into a routine and start with a program that's not as frequent. Do one that's only three days a week and you build up from there it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So everybody that jumps into it thinking, I'm going to go to the expert level, hit it five, six days a week. You're probably going to burn out. So my advice is to find a coach you like, try some different ones out and then commit to a program that's less frequent and beginner level one, get your body used to it. See how you respond and go from there. Time to hit
1: the gym. Better do it smart. Get your own coach. In the world, ready, set, go Smart handle, smart bar, smart training There you are, customizing, right AI, want to fly Superset will show you what it's all about It's a total workout
2: Welcome to the Superset Podcast, episode 58 This is Crystal
1: O'Keefe And this is Tom O'Keefe Hi. Hi. So uh we are interviewing this week John Sill.
2: Yeah, he is quite the user of the Tonal and he has actually won competitions like bodybuilding competitions yeah. just by using the Tonal, which is really amazing. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So it's <laughs> it's uh it's fascinating because I mean I know that there's a lot of people out there Probably not if you're listening to this, unless you're still deciding on making your purchase, right? Yeah. And a lot, we know a lot of people kind of listen because they're trying to get a handle on what's what is this thing really? Yeah. Right? But if you're already in possession of a tonal, you know that it it's the real deal. But here's kind of proof, right? That here's a guy that competes based on muscle nessosity
2: <laughs> yes yes that is the the technical term it
1: is I hate to get jargony on people, right right musclenessosity is very important in the world of bodybuildifying mm-hmm. so oh we're
2: still going okay
1: <laughs> I'm sorry I just I don't like I'm sorry if it sounds like a mansplaining to you oh okay well uh, it's
2: only mansplaining when you're right <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you admit that men are right is that what you're saying
2: no I'm saying you're not it's right.
1: mansplaining when we're right.
2: Yeah, it didn't work the way I had planned. <laughs> All right, I I admit that, but you're making up stuff, so you it's not even You're going to get a
1: strongly worded email from Gloria Steinem if you're not careful. I so... hope
2: Gloria's listening. <laughs> I hope she's pumping some iron.
1: Yes. So anyway, it's a fascinating conversation about how that fits into his workout routine. So, you might want to stick around and I was uh in a particularly teasing mood with John Sil if I recall correctly. Yeah, you were. Good <laughs> thing yeah. he has a good sense of humor because it came in a little hot. He did. So...
2: <laughs> yeah. He didn't even bat an eye. He was just He's like, not... I am here for it. He's like, sure.
1: Okay, whatever. let's yeah. do this. Whatever, weirdo. <laughs> I know what I look like. I know what you look like.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, if you are one of those people who listen to us because you're still trying to get a handle on it, we can still help you save a little money
2: we can so friends and there's a friends and family discount right now so if you know somebody that is a member they can get you $125 they get $125 to you and then they get a free month of membership so that's one way but also we we can give you a discount so you can get a discount by using uh, promo code the clipout as you're checking out, and you will get some money off as well.
1: Now you can't use both of them.
2: No, you can't double up.
1: Yeah, just to be clear, but yeah, but if if you don't know somebody who already owns a tonal that wants to do the share of friends and family, you can use promo code the clip out. But if if you do, you can do it the other way, or you can uh, if you already have a tonal and you have a friend that might be interested, this could also work for you.
2: Yes. So we're
1: just putting that out there for you.
2: Absolutely.
1: So uh, I guess I should also talk here about. <laughs> joe's house of volume
2: yeah now i want to know so you came home today and you had a workout that was on your schedule yes and uh yeah you were down there next to that tonal for a real long time
1: an hour and 11 minutes is
2: that the longest tonal workout you've ever done
1: i think it might be
2: so Uh, joe's not kidding about the volume is what you're telling me
1: i think it's called house of i thought house of volume was a reference to how much weight you're lifting but Mm -hmm. apparently it's a it's a reference to how you'll be speaking to joe through the machine
2: now were you yelling at joe at any point today dirty
1: bastard
2: <laughs> now, um i was not
1: actually but it's a lot of weight i will say that like i've had weight workouts in the past where i got real close to twenty thousand. that's kind of been you know the the my next benchmark that i had i just could not hit yeah you know and uh and I've lifted over twenty thousand pounds. I think three
2: times now. Yeah, in
1: in house of volumes, so. and you did that today. Uh, I don't know if I hit twenty today. I was curious because it yeah. was an upper
2: body day, and i I thought you said you did, but. It, no matter. My point is, yeah. is that obviously, leg muscles are bigger muscles. So you're sure. gonna You're going to lift more volume but, with the leg muscles.
1: But, so one, of the, one of them was a leg day, but one of them was for at least one of them for sure was an upper body day that I did over 20,000 pounds. And so, like, I'm sure there are people out there listening that they've done way more than that. And that's that's nothing.
2: But hey, for it's, me, all, that's relative. A it's right. all relative. It's all relative. That's the interesting thing about it. That's why it was, an, it was a good benchmark for you specifically. Now, I want to go back to the last time we recorded because you were... You were mighty confident it was day one of the program <laughs> and you were like, psh, psh, I got this. But I have to say, not every day have you felt like that uh, about the house of volume as we have gone through this process.
1: For sure. Like it's I mean, they say it's the toughest workout and I, I think it might be like I was wondering, like, because I, I have done all but Go Bigger go Homes and those are no joke. Like I am those not. Those are tough, tough workouts. I am workouts. not disparaging the go bigger, go. You better homes. not,
2: because I'm a I'm a fan of the go big and go yeah. home, and I will
1: fight you. Nor am I disparaging Coach Jackson. He was he was great, and absolutely. But uh but I do think that these are probably more intense. I I definitely, you know, I will say I'm about to say I'm definitely lifting more weight on this. That's unfair because I was able to lift le- less weight the last time. Yeah, I did a go bigger, go home. Yeah, so it, I also recognize that it's not entirely apples to apples. But that being said. I certainly am i feel as if this is the most that i've i've been lifting even if it was apples to apples but i will also say not by much so don't be scared of it if you've done the other ones but but also don't be dismissive of it if you're still uh if you really enjoyed past workouts and and you don't necessarily want to try a new one don't don't let that stop you.
2: So I would say that my biggest takeaway, and I, and I haven't done the program, I'm not saying that I have, but just watching you do this program, right. is don't go into this particular program in a hurry to get done. Like, know that it's kind of like, the difference between doing a 5K and maybe a 10k or a half marathon. You you can if you're doing a 5k it's 3 miles and if you if you're in any kind of shape whatsoever with cardio specifically, right? You're going to be able to finish that pretty easily even if it's slow, right? Right. But if you're going into a half marathon, hopefully you've done some training, you've gotten your and you don't go into that at your top speed. You go into it at a nice low speed and you try to even out your speed throughout that entire half marathon watching you you typically go into a workout and you skip over rest periods you're like go 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 not on these like on these you're like no i'm taking the rest and i will go i will not like you're super slow
1: no but i will say like i think the one today said it was supposed to be like 65 minutes and i ended up all in doing it like an hour and eleven minutes, and I will also say I skipped the cooldown because I we had to record this, mm-hmm. and so um,
2: and you never do cooldowns. Like, let's do cool be cool
1: downs. really honest. <laughs> I just want to encourage people to skip the cooldowns. Well,
2: they, they should not do what you do. But, they should do what yeah. they are supposed to I do. I know
1: that there are. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of people out there who are going to be like, well, if Tom doesn't do cool. Right. That, right. And so I don't want to send that message to the youth of America. Right. Who are hanging on my every word. That's nice of you. Yes. Uh, I, I recognize that I am a role model. For me. <laughs> uh, I
2: love how you say that with such... <laughs> <laughs> oh, your your humor comes across
1: so uh but yes i do skip the workouts because i just want to be done
2: <laughs> skip the cool down, not the down. Workout.
1: no 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 i yes i do the workout i skip and i don't skip the warm-ups i do the warm-ups uh maybe i cut them a little short maybe it's three and a half minutes and i'm like three minutes feels like plenty yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I do them by yeah. and large.
2: Well, I just th- I just think that's a good takeaway. Like go into it with the mindset. If you're gonna try this, like you don't be in a hurry. Yeah. Like just embrace that it's gonna it's gonna take a while because it's a lot of volume. You don't wanna rush it. You yeah. wanna go at the proper cadence. That's the whole point of it. And so if people are listening to this show for the very first time, um, they may not know what House of Volume is. And as you said, Tom, it's tonal, it's Tonal's toughest program. That's what they're labeling it as. Uh, it's advanced level. So no, if you are brand new to Tonal or brand new to weightlifting, I should yeah, say, you might better- be Brand new to, to tonal, but but brand new to Tonal, but not brand new to weightlifting. For weekend. sure, yeah. This is probably not the first thing you want to try. They're thinking it's the hardest program ever built on Tonal due to the sheer number of reps and the short rest periods. Now, it's four weeks long, and uh, it is it is specifically designed to help you bust through your training plateaus and enhance strength and muscular endurance. And, and I think that you are going to get a lot out of that, Tom. It's also about volume accumulation, so it's putting you in the, 20, the 12 to 20 rep range with a short rest.
1: Awesome. Well, it's out there. So if you try it, let us know what you think. Yeah, definitely curious to hear what other people are doing for sure. Cruise on by facebook.com slash superset podcast and let us know. We would love love to hear. So um, also we should say that Tonal had their custom workout sharing contest recently.
2: (laughs) And how did it go? How did it go? It
1: went well. The winners have been announced. Oh,
2: let's hear here
1: so uh this is from the tonal community the otc so um they have them all posted there so i don't even know hopefully
2: people know they won
1: yeah i I saw people posting like oh my god mine got picked i wanna i guess you got i think a free month or something yeah so they were very people were very but honestly i i don't think anybody was all that excited about the free month not to to rip on it, but like they were more excited that theirs made the cut. Yeah, right? like it yeah. was more a matter of pride, less a matter of prize. Because they
2: built something that other people saw as For beneficial. Sure. Like that yes. was that was what they were most that was excited the, about. That
1: was that's the real victory. Was inside our hearts <laughs> the whole time. It's the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so uh yeah. So they have just some of the names of them backs backside unilateral party (laughs) which i think probably one just based on name
2: yeah Yeah. i would agree uh
1: psoas
2: no that's soas. oh is that what Mm -hmm. what is that it's it's like it's a muscle in like in your hip connected to your butt it's like where your hip muscle connects to your butt okay and it moves all the things in your lower body it connects it's, it's an important thing, especially for runners, especially okay. for runners. Yeah.
1: That's why I don't know what it is. Yeah. Legs and plyo. Mm. That was one. That's uh, a good one. Barbell boot camp. Ooh. Chest and back three ways. And who doesn't like a good three way? <laughs> I mean, chest and back. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess that's one way. So uh, this one goes to 11, which is even more than a three way. <laughs> what is going on?
2: Uh, uh, your mind is in the gutter. <laughs> that, is, that is what is going on. Core Tempo Tabata,
1: that was one. That sounds Uh, rough. That uh, sounds hard. Yeah, Lumberjack Lifts Shoulders. Yikes. Like... Woof. Like I I feel like the workouts I've been picking lately have been highly focused on shoulders. I feel like I've been doing lots of sh- I don't know
2: why. Because men like to build their shoulders. I okay. It's part of like you know, like in all seriousness, a lot no. of a lot of men they're looking for a certain aesthetic and it's like that wide at the top and, right. and skinnier as you go down, like the little triangle, right? Okay. Well, shoulders are a big part of that. <laughs> so. Okay.
1: Yeah, I just know that I feel like I'm like, oh, more shoulder stuff, whatever. You know me, I don't ask questions. Uh, Around the world pump, going back to some of the other workouts and uh, quick legs again.
2: I probably need some quick legs or maybe it's quick because it's a quick workout.
1: Oh, perhaps. Mm. Or maybe they're trying to get you to run faster. I don't know. But uh, so they did not post, uh, I guess, the names of the people in this post. But uh, congratulations to everyone who had. Had their things picked. Yeah. And you can find that over in the OTC. It was posted by Dia Woodbury
2: yeah you know what's cool about these and i know we've talked about this before that that anybody can share these now so like that's really cool because we can all go grab like if you want to try out try out the soas or the three-way whatever you know whatever (gasps) no judgment here uh then you can just go in and click this link and add it to your app like it's super super easy to do so that's really cool and
1: in this post if you're looking for it, it was on september 15th it uh they have all the links so you can definitely go through and if any of these sound good to you you can just boom click the button, do the sharing. So, and if you make your own, you can, you can share those as well.
2: Ooh, I love it.
1: So, uh, how you do that is you open your workout under the custom tab in your app, you click the share button in the top right corner, and then you get a personalized link that you can text, email, airdrop, or any of the social media apps. And then boom, they've got the link. They're good to go. Nice. So, normally, this is where I ask you what's on the show, but we've already done so much talking. So, we're just going to, coming up, uh, run through all the new content. Okay. Because there's so much.
2: Yeah, there definitely is.
1: But before we get to that, shameless plugs don't forget you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash superset podcast while you're there like the page join the group wherever you're getting your podcast from be sure and follow us you never miss an episode leave us a review if you would be so kind that is super helpful and you can also watch these episodes over at youtube at youtube.com slash the clip out the name of our other show but everything lives on one youtube channel because it was too much work to create another (laughs) youtube channel so Just transparency
2: and laziness. It's helpful. I'm a
1: big proponent of it. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We
2: shall. New tonal content.
1: As always, there is lots of new content. Uh, The first one is muscle building basics for beginners. So if you're thinking about House of Volume, but you're not quite there yet. This is probably a good place for you. This is a
2: good place for people, especially new to weightlifting in general. Uh, This helps you get acquainted with the fundamentals of resistance training, and it's a full body workout. So, you're going to prep your shoulders, your chest, biceps, glutes, and quads with body weight exercises. Then you move into those compound lifts, and you're going to round out the session with accessory work to support the main lifts. So, uh, that's great. It's, It's a good way to walk away feeling like you took on a new challenge.
1: And who is the coach on that That one? That is
2: Coach T, Tanisha.
1: And a little spoiler for you she's going to be on our next episode.
2: Yay. So
1: uh, the next item up for bid is 20 and 20 Fire Circuits.
2: I love the name of this one because it just sounds like you're going to get an ass kicking.
1: It sounds like you're going to be a robot. (laughs) Fire Circuits.
2: (laughs) Oh, well, this is going to help you get a burn in your legs, your back and shoulders. It's another full body workout, long sets of lunges, rows and presses are going to light up the muscles as you move through five exercise circuit two times, finishing with a reverse drop set and additional time under tension, which is going to drive strength and endurance gain. This is with Coach Ash. So you're not going to get an ass kicking. You're going to get an ash kicking. Yes, you are. Okay. Elevate your endurance. Right. So, this one is all about pushing the limits of upper body stamina. It's a workout that combines endurance-boosting body weight moves with on tonal lifts to improve your technique. So you're gonna go hard right from the beginning with a body weight burnout block that's gonna challenge mental strength as much as muscles. You better worry when they say that. Uh, And then progress to core and accessory work with emphasis on movement quality. And this is Coach Christina.
1: I'm glad they let you know up front that there are going to be on tonal moves because, like, I know sometimes if I see a bunch of body weight stuff, you're at like, the I'm out. I'm like, well, what would I get a machine for? Yeah, and I mean, and I do. There are some body weight stuff that's only body weight that I do, but like, I know going in that it's body weight. So, like, if I go in thinking I'm going to use the machine and I get a bunch of body weight stuff up front, I spend the first ten minutes cranky. Yeah. Like what yeah. are we doing? No, yeah. no.
2: I, and a lot of people do. You are not alone in oh, that. Really? Like I, I think <laughs> I think a lot of people are like, why, why? You right. know, um, because they want to lift. Like if you're if you're if you're a person who enjoys the lifting as- aspect of lifting weights, then you you feel like you're quote unquote wasting your time yeah. when you're not lifting. But but there's a lot of benefit and warm up benefit of of doing the uh, body weight moves as and well.
1: Logically, I know that to mm-hmm. be true, but I'm still Still a dick about
2: it. Well, again, you're not (laughs) the only one. You're not alone in that. Yeah, you're you're a little bit of a a snob when it comes to that. You want? Oh, I don't think that. Yeah, I think you're a tonal snob. No, I think you are. I think you are.
1: So, compound clinic, lunge and row.
2: This is going to be all rows. And lunges because they are very important to any strength training routine.
1: I would like to retract what I said about body weight mm-hmm, movements. Mm-hmm. If lunges or Bulgarian split squats are involved, it's perfectly fine to give me a body weight Bulgarian split <sighs> squat. No complaints. Yeah,
2: not one. Uh, I agree with that. Well, but and and the thing is, is that this this is a clinic that's going to get the proper technique for both of these, and that is important because you sure. you do not want to go into lifting heavy on a bulgarian split squat and you never got the technique right you're gonna hurt yourself Uh, and so you gotta break it down to get and that's what's gonna get you to the next level with your gains yeah so
1: i finally feel like i can do a bulgarian split squat without feeling like i'm about to fall on my face
2: that's great you know it took me a long time too and i feel like an aspect of it is that you can you can position your legs in so many different ways yeah. and it feels different every time. Yeah. So like repeating and like really paying attention to what the the coaches are saying about the optimal form is what you want to do.
1: I always feel though when I'm when I'm like on the downward motion in a Bulgarian split squat like I'm bending forward too much. Oh, maybe you are. But but I will say like when I really like I feel like the The instructor stays more straight up. Okay. Right. But then when I'm like really focusing on, I'm like, I really don't think I like, I don't think there's an, I don't know another way to get my body to do it to be as straight as they are. So I don't know. And I've never set up the thing where it watches you. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's a lot of work.
2: It's actually not, but it takes two seconds.
1: But it feels like a lot of work and feeling like a lot of work. If only
2: you knew a personal trainer that could watch and help you with your form. Huh? (laughs) That's something to think about.
1: We'll have to put out uh, some feelers. Yeah, yeah,
2: we sure will.
1: So, uh, but, but anyway, (laughs) I'm always like, am I leaning forward too much? But I don't know. When I've tried to like, let me focus on being straighter, I still feel like there is no straighter, right? Like, so.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you might, you might want to let somebody help you with that or uh, for people at home who are listening and, and, and experiencing the same thing another option is to like get a mirror even uh, or or even just film what you're doing like and you just don't... to
1: be clear an actual mirror not the machine
2: oh god no <laughs> why would you bother getting that I just that? want to
1: make that very yeah. clear for people like
2: for people who have one I, I'm there's no disrespect but yeah. I, if you have a tonal you don't need one no, um, you do not. yeah so uh, anyway Get an actual mirror right. and then check your form because it also might be that it feels like you're bent over, but maybe you're not and you could see and that might that might change your perspective. That's true.
1: So, so I guess uh, if we get a mirror, should we get rid of like the tread of your bike? Which would should we get rid of
2: so yeah. we can make room for that? That's not going to be a thing, right?
1: Oh, that's just trying. You were so adamant. I wasn't. I was trying to do the yeah, things no. you want me to do.
2: You know then, what, though, if you really wanted to get a mirror, you could get a full body mirror and put it on the back of uh, the door where all of your thousands of unread comics are.
1: <laughs> I've read. Oh, a, we a lot moved of those. all of those. Yeah, yeah. I've read a lot of those comics. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, not for a long time.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, if I just own if the, if I was the bathroom would be littered with comic books. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha, that's how it used to be. So, <laughs> Ultimate Series. This is the last item up for bid.
2: Okay. So, this one is all... This is a new custom by Tonal workout. And it, well, it's a series. So, it's designed by, of course, the experts at Tonal. And it's going to combine the efficiency of custom workouts with the ease and expertise of coach-led pre-programmed content. Uh, and you're going to be able to go at your own pace because you are in the driver's seat. Uh, and you really like those custom by Tonal. Tonals.
1: I do. I th- I I like it because there's no messing around. They just I, get that, to and it. that's the point. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like just get in, get out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially because like as much as like tonal has been super beneficial for me,
2: like I still don't like working out. You're just I don't think you're ever going to like am working either. out. I think it would have But happened I think by you now. miss working out when you don't do it, which I find interesting. I think because
1: I have like I feel like I have like a death grip on <laughs> being like looking better and yeah. then I don't, I I'm you don't off, want
2: to lose that momentum. I'm,
1: I feel like I could easily let two days off turn into five days off, turn into, I haven't done it in a month. And I so, so like, I don't want to do that. And so I, I, I'm very focused on not letting that occur. So I think that's what you're picking up on. It's not so much of like, I love this. I must go do it as much as I, I have been doing it long enough now to where I have definitely reaping, the benefits, and I don't want to backslide. So, and we should also say compound clinic lunge and row. I don't think we said that that was Coach Tim. We did not. So we don't want Coach Tim to listen and be like, well, "How can they say my name?"
2: We are so happy that you are teaching, uh, c- teaching the lunge and row yes. clinic, Coach Tim. Yes, thank you. Checking in with the tonal community.
1: Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is John Sill. Hey, John. How's it going?
0: Hello. Going good. Thanks for having me on. Well, we appreciate your
2: time. So let's see. What originally got you into workouts? Because I know that you are not like an average weekend warrior. Like you're really into working out. So how did that start for you?
0: Originally, it all started back when I was in high school doing sports, but really, I got into weightlifting because I was really small. I'll say that. I entered high school. I was like 100 pounds. I didn't like being the little guy. And there's sometimes you get picked on physically because of that kind of thing. And I didn't appreciate it. So started working out just to put on some mass and and hope to build some muscle. So that's why I started when I was around 15. So that's what originally kicked it off.
2: That's a that's so, a really healthy approach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like,
1: I don't like this. I want to be able to kill
0: people. <laughs> I don't go that far, but it was I. I didn't like being the little guy and. If you're a little bit strong, people won't mess with you. So, <laughs> I
1: know, I totally get it. I'm just giving you trouble. So, mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Let me ask what might be a personal question.
0: How tall are you? Are you also like on the shorter end of things? Or I'd say I'm about average height now. I'm just under 5'10, okay. 5'9 and maybe a half. I think when I started lifting, I was around probably 5'3 to 5'5, somewhere around there. And with that, with 100 pounds, you're a pretty small dude, too. <laughs>
1: for sure i say that because i'm like five six five seven in heels and uh (laughs) and and so like i totally relate to that i got picked on a lot because of my height when i was a kid and because i was obviously as a child shockingly i was even shorter right (laughs) and so like i do relate to that i was too lazy to actually work out like that wasn't going to be my plan of attack but i have definitely gone down that road i was just curious where you were at on the height spectrum but yeah like that's a weird age because like i remember yeah. when my youngest son was that age kind of looking at his class when around like seventh and eighth grade and like some kids could pass for like third grade and some kids could vote you know <laughs> it's crazy just the disparity so if you're on the left hand side of that bell curve it's intimidating
0: yes definitely even like even within the same family same gene pool my brother he's around six two or so but I mean, I was, I think, 16 or 17 years old, and he's four years younger and had already passed me in height. So everybody kind of grows at different rates. And for me, at least, I found it unfortunate that I was growing at the the slower rate. So
2: yeah, I just think that was a really healthy way to deal with it, though. You were like, I'm going to get stronger. You took the power into your own hands. (laughs) So that's kind of where your fitness journey started. Has it always been weightlifting for you? Has that been always like your passion when it comes to fitness?
0: Well, when I would the sports I did in high school was cross country and track. So it was a lot of cardio, which, you know, they say that doesn't really pair well with (laughs) gains, right? Muscle gains. But I didn't know that I was just running and lifting weights at the same time. And it was just overall, just loving it. Any sort of physical activity I could get, I enjoyed it a lot. I think just personality wise, I set goals and go for them. So I had goals in the weight room, goals out in cross country and track and and just pursued those wherever I could to get better. So it was a lot of work there in that phase of life. So it was hard to put on weight. I'll say that. (laughs) First off, hearing it's hard to put on weight,
1: I just want to say, go to hell. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So when did you pivot to more of a strength training focus as opposed to cardio?
0: Well, once I finished up high school and had kind of made the decision, like it was not even before that, I think it was my senior year of cross country, I decided of high school, I decided I don't really, Enjoy this as much as I thought, and I'm not interested at taking it to the next level. I guess I was being recruited by small colleges like NAIA level. Had got some interest from them, but I was not interested in running anymore. So I still finished out my high school running career, but I'd made the decision that was going to be it. So once I got to college, to undergrad, I tried to run from time to time, and just didn't enjoy it anymore. So it was just strictly weightlifting at that point. And when you go in to a college weight room, Just as an undergrad student, you're 18 years old, small guy like me, and there's grown men lifting around 20, 21-year-old is what it looked like, at least. And they're huge. And so in my mind, I said, okay, this is where I got to start getting after it and really start putting on weight. But I was still a struggle with that. But yeah, that was the goal back then. So
1: that's fascinating because I know so many people... In a setting like that, because we hear this story all the time, we've both lived this story, you walk into a gym and you see those people who are much further in their weightlifting journey than you are, and that's scary. That's intimidating. For me, anyway, like I would feel like such an imposter going over there and like I'm going to lift up this little weight that might as well have painted pink and put a (laughs) vagina on and – you know, hey,
2: it's like, women can lift heavy weights. <laughs> they, they absolutely can. But
1: many of them can lift heavier weights than I can. And so it's intimidating to walk into that into the gym. Like, I feel like it's intimidating for men and women, but for different reasons. But it's still like for me, even now that I use tonal and I lift weights, I walk into a, that part of the gym. I'm just
0: like hard pass. Yeah. yeah. And I'm out. Was that just not even a factor for you or how did you contend with that? I mean, there is some level of intimidation, but for the most part, I think my perspective on life is if I know somebody's better at something than me, I guess it's just kind of like drop the ego and try to follow what they're doing or learn from them. And I think I've always had that mindset. I'm never going to be the best, like the absolute best person or I'm never going to be the best at anything in life. So there's always gonna be somebody better that can teach you something. And so I think that same thing with weightlifting and you have to be careful because a lot of people there's genetic factors here where some people are naturally just big and fit and it's not always because they're training and their training may not work the same for you, but collectively if you take a lot of information from a lot of people that seem to be doing it right, I think from trial and experience, you're going to eventually get to what you need to do. So yeah, that's the way I took it. But I've had friends too, that, go to the gym first time, even when they're older and they're, they're intimidated because they don't know what they're doing. They're embarrassed, but really you just, if you just stay in your lane, focus on you, even with competition, it's you against you, like if you focus on that, you're going to improve. It can be intimidating, but it's best to just look past that and focus on your own your own gains.
2: So, speaking of competition, how did you go from "I'm a weightlifter," "I'm doing weightlifting," "I like to be fit" to competitive bodybuilding? Because that's a whole different thing. That's a different beast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, I started weightlifting back when I was fifteen. So, from fifteen to thirty, late twenties, almost thirty, maybe, I was just lifting to lift. There was no rhyme or reason to what i was doing as far as training goes besides like i want these muscles to look better so i'm just gonna lift these areas a lot and i'll be honest i skipped plenty of leg days so (laughs) i'm not a purist there so that that was kind of like my earlier years of weightlifting. there was no strategy behind that just doing it to do it then i took this long break of about five years or so where i really wasn't working out lifting regularly at all where i would be inconsistent where i would do it for like a month and then stop again for six months but that was well now was because of having kids so then after that five-year gap my oldest told me dad you're kind of looking flabby chubby kind of guy yeah. so and she was only about four or five years old at the time um, oh, so that is when you put
1: her up for adoption uh, <laughs> <that's
2: what someone laughs> that yeah, she's
0: out of the will at least but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah so that got me back into it and just training again to answer that question, I was seeing quick gains again. I went to go to this public event where Jay Cutler, he's a former Mr. Olympia. He's like four or five times Mr. Olympia. That was back when I was in high school. So he was like one of my idols. I knew I'd never be as big as him, but he's a goal to chase after. And so I went and met him in person at this public event at a local supplement store here. And I'm sure he says this to everybody, but he's like, have you ever thought about competing? And I was just like, Oh, me. (laughs) He's like, no, really. I was like, I'm too small. And he says, no, you should give it a shot. You can compete naturally or within your lane, just find what works for you. And so I discounted that was walking out and on the way out, he calls to me, he's like, John, and I turn and look at him. He says, I'll see you on stage soon. And I'm just, Oh my gosh, like, (laughs) this is real. He knows me. So, I went home and called my wife all giddy and said, "Jay Cutler said I should compete," and she's just like, "Well, do you want to?" I was like, "I don't know." (laughs) You do want to compete? Okay, okay, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And so, I think it was like something, and I had already been on this weight loss journey, trying to cut the dad bod kind of thing. And when we made that decision, I think that was late May, and then I so it was like the summer season, right? I made this decision on Memorial Day, and then had to compete that. Labor Day, right? So what is that? A three three month prep or so three, four month prep. Didn't know what I was doing, just watched a ton of YouTube videos and just said, Let's do it. And it went really well and I had fun. And so that's the fun part of it. And just seeing my body change over those months is what really locked me into it now, I guess. So
1: That's nice that your wife was so supportive of you deciding to get in peak physical condition. Yeah. That's quite the sacrifice on her. part. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess if you (laughs) want to, I don't want to step on a dream.
2: I am curious though how you integrate tonal into your workouts to build. We've talked to a lot of people that have done tonal, and I feel like most people, once they try tonal, love it. But I like to hear from people who like lift super heavy because there's always like the naysayers or the question mark people out there like, oh, I don't think tonal is yeah. good enough for me. I can't lift enough weight. So I'm curious about your thoughts on that.
0: There's schools of thought on this, right? Some people train and think more weight needs more muscle. And there's some truth to that. But there's also some truth to if you have proper form and isolation techniques and you pound a lot of volume, that muscle is still going to get worn out. You're still going to tear it down and it's going to have to rebuild and grow. So to some respect, I will say, yes, it's heavy enough for most of your body. I'll be honest myself, that first competition, I also had doubts whether it'd be enough. So I'd been training on tonal for probably, I don't know, six months or so prior to getting into prep exclusively just on tonal. And then when I decided to do competition, I said, this isn't enough. I need to do two a days and one needs to be at a commercial gym with heavyweights. And so that's what I was doing at lunchtime. And then at night, I'll just do tonal. And I found that quite frankly, everything I was doing at a public gym, for the most part, I could do at home on tonal still. And so this last prep, I did just tonal. I felt like I improved year over year, in my opinion. And I'd say most people said, yeah, you had some gains. But I do think where tonal is lacking, just in my opinion, (laughs) is for for leg stuff. And that's specific because I'm trying to grow my legs a lot. So you really have to do a lot to them. And that's where you might not be heavy enough, right? Because if you're into... Any sort of competitive mode, the average male should be able to squat 225 at minimum, I think. If you scale the machine, it only goes up to that. And so you can do that and do squats and pound a lot of volume. But I also like to feel the steel from time to time and, and get that heavy weight. So I think either way, you can make it work. If you really put your mind and focus into it, it just might make, take more time to get that amount of volume in. So...
2: Okay, how do you use tonal to keep evolving through, like you said, this last competition round? How are you continuing to evolve with tonal?
0: For example, when I was younger, I didn't really go through focusing on the eccentric portion of my moves. It was I call it ego lifting, or a lot of I just want to look strong. Got to throw a lot of weight on the bench and push it around. And now I'm focusing more a full body thing and a lot more of Let's drop the weight a little bit. Let's get the move, and then feel it on the way back. You either using eccentric mode, or even if you just do a normal mode, as long as you really feel the movement and the stretch, you're doing yourself a favor by putting in more focus on the movement. And so that's something that tonal has really helped me evolve with because the machine itself will tell you slow it down or do a full range of motion and things like that. Those form corrections, honestly, they're game changing.
1: So I'm just curious when you talk about how like when you were younger, it was. A little bit more, maybe ego driven in terms of like you want to lift a lot of weight, which I totally get. Like, I'm not even disparaging you for that, but I'm just curious was there a moment in time when you had like an epiphany and you were like, this is not the most efficient and effective way for me to lift weight? Or was it just a slow realization over time?
0: I'd say it was probably so. When I was in law school, I was the biggest and lifting the heaviest I had ever done in my life. And I also was getting injured a lot more often. My joints were, I was having shoulder pains and wrist pains. And I had kind of like a tricep elbow kind of thing that was always nagging me. So there's a lot of upper body injuries. And I found that was because... You were skipping leg day. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to keep your legs healthy, <laughs> skip the legs. But also just my form wasn't great. And I was just trying to go as heavy as possible. For a while, I'd say, okay, I'll just take some time off. It'll heal. I'll get back to it but it kept happening. And that was when I realized, okay, I'm getting older and there's no reason I'm not trying to get into powerlifting. There's no point to this. So that's where I kind of, I'd say that Epiphany was after Six months of recurring injuries, yeah, it kind of <laughs> happened. So, so i like, is there a different way to do this, <laughs> yeah. a better way to do this, for sure? Work smarter, not harder, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So how do other people in the bodybuilding community feel about Tonal? Are they skeptical? Are they surprised that you can get the look that you're happy with
0: using the sci-fi <laughs> equipment? Or has it not even come up? I don't think it's something that comes up a ton. I mean, once you step on stage and you're, I mean, everyone knows you work out. People don't usually ask, "What are you doing? What machine are you using? Yeah. You know, <laughs> what your, what's your equipment?" One because everyone has their own secrets of how they
2: uh, do right, what they do, right? Except right? uh, so you tell
0: everybody. Communities they do help each other. So, but it. I don't think I'm at that level where I'm crushing it so hard that people want to know what I'm doing. Right. It's <laughs> let's be honest. I'm relatively average for a bottom. <laughs> but, but yeah. But, that's no, like, really but saying that people,
2: is such right. a narrow window, though. Of like... That's a sliver of a sliver. <laughs> yeah. <right>? Like, <laughs> I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think people online, I, I've heard, question it, whether it's something they can do or not. I think it's very possible. It's very fine. So,
2: what do you personally love most about Tonal?
0: Convenience and safety is probably and i know that's two things but uh, (laughs) my first part is you know i have young children in the home for a long time i was scared if i got a weight rack in there my kids like to climb on things and pull things you Uh, talk about a small child that only weighs 30 40 pounds and it's a 45 pound bar or weight falls on them they're gonna be seriously hurt i mean if i drop one of myself as a full-grown adult it hurts so for sure um, a small child will get banged up pretty easy but the convenience is that walk down there in my basement Rotate the arms, and it's ready to go. There's a lot more setup in between movements with the weight rack. I mean, I enjoy that, but it's when you're working full time, you have kids, it's hard to find a lot of time. So, that convenience of you trim off the time, trim off the fat from changing weights and, and things like that, it helps a lot. So, that's probably my two favorite things about tunnel. <laughs> you cheating bastard.
1: <laughs> um, so, I'm just curious are you doing specific like tonal programs, are you doing custom workouts because you have some hyper specificity in your goals that maybe the average doughy, bald, goateed, middle-aged guy, not casting
0: aspersions or naming names <laughs> would not have? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because the official tonal community on Facebook, I've made plenty of posts on there about my, <laughs> my journey. And I get asked that a lot. I would say I've done a mix, but looking at my profile history compared to others, I do a lot less programs compared to the average total user. And I think not that I I don't enjoy the programs or think they're reputable by any means. I think they're great. I specifically really like Joe Rodonis. I like his programs a lot. But the reason I do custom stuff is when when I'm in I guess when I'm in prep mode, you're trying to do a lot more focus for for specific muscles, right? Uh-huh. And so when I do the programs, they're very whole body all in combined. And if I have an area of weakness that's lagging, I'm trying to double up on that body part to grow it, to make it catch up to the rest of the body. And so because of that, I do a lot of custom stuff. I think when more it's like my off season, I'll switch back more towards the tonal programs because I find if I do my own in my head mentally, it's off season, I I can slack a little bit, right? But if I do a program, they push you to, to do the dang work and And so I can't slack. Right. But if I'm on my own, I kind of like, okay, that's enough. And I'm not driven as I am in prep mode when you're just like, I got to put in this work. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a fool on stage. So there's a balancing act. It's hard to do it all on your own and keep pushing yourself year round unless you're a professional and do it for a job. But that motivation does come into play with those programs.
1: And I think that balance makes total sense, especially given what you do with Bodybuilding, like you're coming to the machine with a level of knowledge that a lot of people aren't. And so, as someone who has absolutely no knowledge in the space, like I rely on the machine for the knowledge. If I start picking custom programs, like I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like I'm like you on day one when you were in college in the weight room. I don't know what I'm doing. And so, I let the machine. Be the guy teaching me, right? And so, like, I think that makes total sense, especially then when you throw in the idea that you're going to have some very hyper-specific needs in terms of like, oh, I mean, my triceps to look like this or whatever, that just an average guy, it's not. I got a ways before people like me need to start worrying about That sort of stuff. Well, no, you probably step on stage (laughs) next summer if you want, huh? (laughs) Well, I mean, I yes, I could. It doesn't mean I would do any good, but I could do it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really curious, though, what is something about Tonal that surprised you when you started using it?
0: Kind of going back to the skepticism of weight, enough weight. That is what surprised me the most. I think I tried it at a... What was it like a Macy's or what do they, they have a setup in the store, right? Yeah. And I put some weight on there comparable to what I would do in a gym with dumbbells. And I said, wait a sec, I about tore my shoulder off. This is heavy because it catches you by surprise. Even if you have the strength the first time you turn it on, just the way it pulls you, your body has to get used to it. So it was surprising to me how much heavier it felt. I think early on, I did a comparison of, I went to my in-laws, they have dumbbells and I was doing a flat press and was pushed and theirs is the heaviest they have is 80 pound dumbbells. And I was pushing those pretty smoothly like 10 reps and keep and do multiple sets, go home and try to do that on tonal. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was going to have the hernia or something. (laughs) It was wild. It was a big difference. I mean, it was probably on the machine. I was probably feeling comfortable around at that same time, around 60 pounds or something in each hand, and it still felt heavy. So it surprised me the big gap in what it feels like when you have a constant resistance against you, Pulling you when you're doing your movement versus a weight is just, it's a weight and gravity. I don't know. So yeah. that's what surprised me the most is is how difficult it actually is.
1: I know I was surprised by how stable it was. Like, I know it's not pulleys, but yeah. visually it feels like it should be pulleys, you know? <laughs> and so, like, in my head, I'm like, cables, pulleys, this feels like it's going to be like a bow flex. It's going to be wobbly. Yeah. And, like, there is none of that.
0: I mean, sure. absolutely none of it. It's true. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really remarkable from a technology standpoint, what it's able to handle and do.
2: So on that note, how do you specifically explain to somebody what Tonal is when they know nothing about it?
0: Oh, that's a tough question. (laughs) I'd say it's an all-in-one gym that fits on your wall. And I'd say it's most comparable. If you do ever go to public gyms and you see those machines that they have the various cable machines there, I'd say it's mostly similar to that, but it's capable of 10X those machines, right? So it's capable of meeting much more of your overall demands, but the feel and the setup of it is very similar, is at least from a workout standpoint, that's my opinion. Gotcha.
1: And just out of curiosity, did you use any of the other content that's available on
0: Tonal, or do you pretty much just stick straight to the lifting? I used to do the yoga because I was trying to help with my flexibility, and I still need the flexibility. I just have slacked on that but yeah so i've used the yoga content i use the weightlifting content and from time to time i've even done the they've like young kids programs like there's one where i think it's like a superhero one but i don't know if they still make them but they used to make them and, and they were kid themed ones and it's kids fitness and they don't really use a machine it's all stretching and push-ups and stuff so i've done stuff like that with my kids and their friends have been over and they you know what's that machine on the wall so we <laughs> do that i do that with them and it gets the kids to work out for 10 to 15 minutes or as long as their attention span right but i use those and those programs and they're pretty fun but yoga is probably the only other thing besides weightlifting i've really used gotcha and how old are your kids my oldest is now eight and my middle ones he's almost five and I've got a baby that's almost two. So she doesn't do it. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. That's probably two. for the best. Yeah. yeah the <laughs> only
1: two. Like, exercise. So. Gotcha. I was just curious because we have teenagers and like we can't get them to touch it. So really? Yeah. yeah. It's like so it's, frustrating. I think they see it as like, oh, that's a thing the parents do. Okay. You know what I mean, and so it's not like they're doing anything else. They're doing nothing, which I cannot cast aspersions because I really didn't start working out till I was 50. So
0: <laughs> I'm like, who am I to yell at them? But, well, and um, you know, I kids. would. Teenage kids, they only if mom and dad tell them to do it, they're not going to do it for but sure. If they find interest on their own, they'll get into it. So, yeah.
1: And also, as you'll learn in the not
0: too distant future,
1: every teenager is the smartest person who has ever lived. Yeah. yeah. So. so, <laughs> and I was, so yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you get it back on the other end. It's not fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you have any advice for people who are just entering the tonal community? For the most part,
0: people that are just entering the total community, I would advise them to really take their time exploring the different coaches and find who they really vibe with, I guess, before jumping into a program. I know it's very easy to jump into a program just based on the name of it, but I think so often a connection with the coach, and I know you're not really connecting personally with them, but when they teach you, you want to be able to learn from them. If you find a coach that whose voice annoys you or their side jokes don't really sit well with you... Those are the kind of things that are going to rub you wrong. And then you're just going to not want to do the program. You're going to be discouraged from it because you don't want to see this person that's annoying you. If you find somebody that you really find enjoyable and you can work with, I would say start with those programs, get into a routine and start with a program that's not as frequent. Do one that's only three days a week and you build up from there. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So everybody that jumps into it thinking, I'm going to go to the expert level, hit it five, six days a week you're probably going to burn out so my advice is to find a coach you like try some different ones out and then commit to a program that's less frequent and beginner level one get your body used to it see how you respond and go from there i think
1: that's great advice it was not purposeful but i ended up doing something very similar to that when it first started i was doing like three days a week and i did that for about a year and then i was finally starting to see progress and then once i saw the progress it was much easier than to level up mm-hmm. to four days a week or five days a week because now that I had seen progress, I wanted to see more progress more quickly. So, yeah. but at the beginning, that's there's that delayed gratification part that can mm-hmm. be hard to wrap your head around of like, I'm doing all this work and I don't look any different. Like, you got to give it a minute, but that's easier said than done.
0: Oh, definitely. It's hard to be patient. And it's two parts, right? You got your diet and your workout. If you're not doing both, the progress is slower and so so many people think as soon as i start lifting i'm going to start seeing gains and it takes a lot longer so there's some patience that needs to come with it for sure absolutely
1: well john thank you so much for joining us today before we let you go let everybody know where they can
0: find you if you would like to be found instagram twitter stuff like that sounds good yeah on instagram you can follow my bodybuilding journey i guess it's a silly fit and that's (laughs) s-i-l-l-i-f-i-t or else I do post from time to time on the official Tunnel community on Facebook. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. We
2: do. Thank all you right. so thank much. Thank you guys so
1: much for having me. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can we find you?
2: People can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. They can also find me on all the social media platforms at Clip Out Crystal and and I will be on the tonal leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. I should say you can find me on Twitter unless they start to charge for it. And then yeah, you just,
2: if that happens, then, you will never find me, on Twitter, you will never find never. me on Twitter again. Never find me on Twitter Let me be clear. Yeah. I am so out. <laughs> yes. I
1: am not spending money on it. No. So, But uh, you can also find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. And you can, I guess, find me on the tonal leaderboard if that's your jam to see if I'm lying about an hour and 11 minute workout or 20,000 pounds. You can you can find me on there just at Tom O'Keefe because I'm super creative like that. And luckily there apparently is not another Tom O'Keefe who has bought a tonal yet. yet. So, So anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in and until next time, keep lifting. is made possible in part by support from Tonal.